Hey, it's your host, Abigail Pumphrey, and I'm on a personal mission to help more small business owners become financially free. I like to nerd out on all things business, marketing, and most definitely the numbers. I'm talking all the lessons learned as I turned a layoff into a seven-figure online business. I like to share it all and no conversation is off the table. We talk actionable strategies, biz challenges, and all the things life throws your way. Grief, anxiety, loss, and resilience are all topics you'll find here. So grab a cup of coffee and settle in because you're listening to the Strategy Hour podcast brought to you by Boss Project. Join me in celebrating Women's History Month. On March 27th, I'm hosting a special virtual event for her, by her, presented by Fiverr. We'll be spotlighting and interviewing some of the most successful female business owners and their experiences with Fiverr. In the U.S., women are driving growth, and each year that percentage increases. Women-led startups have more than doubled since 2020, and from 2019 to 2023, women-owned businesses' growth rate outpaced the rate of men's in new businesses, employment, and revenue. In this panel discussion, you'll hear from top female business owners who have not only started their own companies, but cater to women through their products and services. Don't miss out. Head to bossproject.com slash RSVP and save your seat for this empowering event created by women for women. It's free to attend. I can't wait to see you there. That's bossproject.com slash RSVP. This message is sponsored and brought to you by Fiverr. The cat is out of the bag. You think? Yeah, maybe. (laughs) Probably. Uh, I don't know what we're doing lately, but Emily and I both started biz number two. Mm -hmm. Two different businesses, two different industries, two things completely different from what we're doing now, and we're building it on our own. Uh Uh-huh, yeah. For a while, and we've talked about this for a little bit here and there, but we kind of talked about how we were both craving something creatively on the side and wanting to do something on our own and wanting to dive into those juices, and we didn't really know what that meant. And Abby was like, is it cooking? Is it like you were doing some like what is it macrameing or oh, whatever yeah, like, like weaving right just uh-huh. trying to get our hands on something and I think that fulfilled for a second but I mean have you guys met us are yeah. we overachievers or are we not overachievers I think we're overachievers slightly so long story short like TCC is fabulous mm-hmm. yep. it's going great love my day job. Our our team is amazing, uh-huh. but because we've been able to put so much of it on autopilot yeah. and because we've been able to delegate so much of it, Emily and I have way more headspace than we did before. Mm-hmm. And I think we both just really crave the beginning stages of business. Well, yeah. And even if we literally don't have the time, because we don't, like as of right now, no. <laughs> we do not have the time, but we realized that our like literal brains needed it. Yeah. We needed to be doing something differently off of work or outside of work. And TCC has become this different type of position for both of us where like, I'm not styling shots anymore and I'm not shooting and you're not designing and you're not, you know, we're not creating in that sense anymore, which like, that's the dream, right? That's what we tell you guys all to do. Like get out of that position of do, do, doing and be the CEO. And we are definitely CEOs now. Um, but I want to be creating again. I know it's a weird, it's a weird feeling. It's a weird line. Mm -hmm. And, you know, trying to figure out how a to balance time, but also 
balance like energy like I don't want to feel I don't want Emily to feel like I'm taking away from our business by focusing on this other thing and and vice versa Mm -hmm. I think Emily feels the same way um but before we get into like all the feelings we've had and this the whole starting over thing let's give them a brief overview of what we're actually doing so tell me a little bit about your biz yeah so I started painting a few months ago and I was I posted up some of like just like little tiny peeks of them online because I was super nervous about sharing it and got a warm reception and got a lot of great feedback and decided to keep doing it. It made me feel really good. And then I kept getting positive feedback. And then I chose to invest in this virtual like online painting summit that a friend of mine was doing. And I loved it. And I just loved like not only creating and painting and doing it, but just being in that zone and with the hopes of like working on something fresh. And so we're chatting with a couple of friends of ours and a couple of our own students actually, um, like really kind of getting convinced to start up an Etsy shop and like edit my Squarespace site and like do actual product listings and like research some suppliers for things and scanners and printers and like literally all the things. So like As of right now, like the time that we're recording this, um, there's not a whole lot to speak of it online, but hopefully by the time this actually airs, um, there is an actual shop online where you can buy stuff. Where's the shop? So if you go to emilysays.com, hopefully that will link you to where I need you to go. We'll be on Etsy or I'll be on Etsy. I keep saying we for the past two years. I'll be on (laughs) Etsy. Um, But I know Etsy is hard to navigate and find just by searching shops. Or I would just go to the website at emilysays.com and there will hopefully be a a very obvious way, thanks to Abby, for you to know where to go to shop and buy my things. (laughs) <laughs> yeah, see see this thing happening where, like, we're still doing our own things, but we ask each other for favors? Uh, yeah. Like, all of my pictures are on your website. <laughs> well, a few. Yeah. <laughs> so what are you doing? I am starting over as well. So yeah. it's, it's a weird balance. I'm actually doing an MLM. So I'm involved in Young Living and I've been using their products for almost two years now, thanks to Emily. Yeah. And over the summer, I just had this like yearning. We talked about the creative, like we wanted something creative. And my husband and I have really been like on this health journey for the last year with all the stuff resulting from my car accident and really trying to get back to the basics. And a huge part of that has been detoxing our home and really working on making sure everything that touches my body or goes into my body is good for me instead of, you know, junk, (laughs) (laughs) which it's, it's crazy. Like the average woman puts over 300 chemicals on her body in a day and 80 of them before breakfast. That's insane. And I just, I couldn't handle that. And when I found out that the soap I was using was actually causing cancer, I was like, not in me, obviously, (laughs) Um, but in other women, ovarian cancer, I was just blown away. And so I started building my oils business and I built a pretty incredible team in just a few short months and have quite a few other business builders underneath me. And for those of you who know about an MLM structure, like obviously the better they do, the better I do. Mm -hmm. And so 
it's similar. And what I'm doing in TCC is then I'm really a mentor for a mm-hmm. lot of people, but I still have all of the like initial setting up a business thing. Like I had to build a website and today I went to the print shop and like put my order in for business cards and stuff for me. You're blogging again. again. Like all of the things that we did at the very beginning Mm -hmm. of business, it's the same. Yeah. I've been posting on Instagram a ton. I've been figuring out my blog content calendar and what my schedule is going to look like. So it's funny how, you know, once you get out of that headspace and we've been out of that headspace in TCC for a while now yes. because of our team and because of systems that it, it, I, I, I remember now how easy it is to second guess every move you oh make. Oh my God. Every decision, every strategy, every plan. Like I know what works and I'm still like, should I be on Etsy or like Shopify or like, I don't even know where my site should be. And like, what should my homepage look like? And like stressing out over everything. No, for sure. I've been stressing about like the literal words I use Mm -hmm. on Instagram and like, am I deceiving people? (laughs) Like, does this make sense? Like, and also for the first time ever, not the first time, I, I guess back in corporate world, I had to deal with compliance, but now dealing with compliance with literal FDA compliance like I'm trying to make sure I don't break a federal law yeah and it's it's hard yeah yeah. (laughs) super super hard well and I'm over here like I mean we both went to art school graduated with art degrees and I mean I've been in my fair share of like paintings class and fibers class and photography and like all of the things like so I'm familiar with a world but I haven't been in it in a decade, which seems ridiculous. Um, well, I guess a little less than a decade. And I feel like an outsider in a world that I was really, really comfortable in for so long. And well, almost- it's, it's funny to hear you say that, though, because <laughs> like you run a creative business. I know, but not like not art. You know, when you just get into this, soup, this like dumb world as of like photography as an art? Listen. <laughs> Listen, it's, I, I got a big reason why I got out of doing photography for families and then for other business owners. And a big reason why I gave up clients is because I really, really hated putting like my actual work out there in order, like for me to be at TCC and mentor and like host a webinar and teach something that doesn't feel like I'm putting something out there. It feels like I'm like, regurgitating what I've already done and what I've already proven and here's how it works. And I know I can give it to you in a way that you're going to enjoy. But like, as soon as you take a picture and share it, or as soon as you like make it, make a painting and you share it for me, it feels like something completely different and like ready to judge and ready to like for a real artist to come out and be like, that's not how that's supposed to work or go, or that's not how you use those brushes or that whatever. And I'm like, I don't know what all the words are. (laughs) It's just a weird it's a weird place to be. Yeah. I, I'm just so like, not stressed, but like, right. Literally like on pins and needles about it. Like, Oh, I need to do this, this, and this. And I'm, I'm doing things that I used to do that I feel mm-hmm. like are bad habits, like making checklists on pieces of paper. <laughs> like seriously, that's what I did at the beginning of business. Cause it was like in my head mm-hmm. and spinning and I was like, oh, what am I going to do today? I better write it down. 
No. Like, what happened to, like, making a plan? Like, I know how to make plans. I I plan all the time. But I'm, like, treating it differently. Yeah. I. It's just going to be really interesting. I've had multiple people, <laughs> multiple people, call me out in a loving way of being like, girl, you, you know what you need to be doing. No, I know. Like, you listen to your own advice that you give others every single day. And so it's, it's just interesting. And it's, it's, it's reminding me of, of truly like how overwhelming and how hard it is Mm -hmm. to be in those beginning building stages. Because once you finally have a foundation, then you're like, okay, I know this thing's, I know this thing works and here's what I can do to make it even better. Mm -hmm. But in order to make it even to the level of, does it work (laughs) is freaking stressful. Yeah. And I, I guess I forgot some of the like initial, wait, I've literally never done this before, so I don't have anything to recreate. Uh-huh. I don't uh-huh. have like a launch that I can base this on uh-huh. or or well, like past posts or past no. habits. Well, and we're both going into like I'm going into a physical product business, yeah. which is something I've never done before. And yours is like a physical aspect, but like also team building aspect and like virtual learning aspect. So there there are a lot of parts from TCC that I feel like you get to draw on. Yeah. But it's, it's all just weird. <laughs> well, and I run a product-based business before, but I was terrible at it. <laughs> like, literally, it was so bad. I mean, I was in college, and I started making these, like, leather floral headbands and barrettes and things back when, you know, Absolutely. having a million yeah. things in your hair was, mm-hmm. like, a thing. Now they look totally ridiculous. <laughs> oh, and I made, like... Cork boards out of wine cork. Well, I had, you know, my, I've had an Etsy shop before with hat that had like digital downloads and printables and whatever, but it was all digital. So like nothing. Mm -hmm. And it was, it was not good. (laughs) Like no one knew about it. I didn't know the strategy. I didn't actually try. That's, that's the difference is like, I'm really, but so another funny thing is like, (laughs) so there's been a shit lot going on in my life lately. So like, that's a big part of why a lot of this stuff has been delayed, but I'm also seeing how easy it is for people to be like, I'm not ready to list my shop yet, or I'm not ready to change this on my site. I'm not ready to tell people about this. Cause like, I'm legit not ready because there's some ducks in a row that I'm still getting together. But like, it's about like, okay, I want to write this blog post so I can link it here. And then I need to have these other type of listings so I can link it on this description. I need to build this relationship with this person who frames print. Like it's all of these things. And like, I can see how easy it is for our own students when they say like, oh, but I'm not ready, but I'm not ready. And eventually like, I'm just going to have to freaking do it. Well, I feel like I've been good about doing it, but a lot of it has been like, I break some of my own rules because I know it will work. Right. So for instance, I have spent more than I've made. Yeah. Yeah. Me too. But I know, yeah. I know that the money's coming, uh-huh. but I'm like, you, would, you did not do that before. No. Mm-hmm. And I'm not saying I'm in debt. Like I have the money. Right. Like it's not like I'm borrowing paid cash for it. Yeah. I'm not like <laughs> borrowing loans or anything, but at this point I've, you know, reinvested in uh-huh. the oils and uh-huh. I bought the website and uh-huh. I, I'm doing all the th- these things. Like I just spent $150 at the print shop and I'm yeah. like, oh my God. Yeah. And then I'm going to mail things to people? Yeah. Physically mailing them? Are you physically mailing them? Yes. Are you kidding me? I hate mailing things. Oh, my God. We're going to be so bad at that. 
You guys, I have stuff sitting in my office that I was supposed to mail like six months ago and it's just sitting there. I've, well, see, here's the thing though. Here's yeah. the thing. I found an out, a, a printer out because I want to offer like, you can do digital downloads, but I want to have like, a, you can print it and have it. Sure. Because that's, a, it's just a different thing. Um, and then canvases and like framed prints and whatever. So the place that I found that does the frame prints will ship it for me. Like super sweet. Awesome. Free drop shipping. And the other place actually has free drop shipping as well for like the prints. But if I'm wanting it to be like beautiful packaging or branded or whatever, like I'm going to have to ship it myself. And I did the math of if I buy the printer, I'm going to like be making more money this much faster if I'm just doing it myself. But so I'm at that point where I'm like, okay, I could afford to outsource from day one or like I could have like a little bit more hands on the quality and like seeing what it actually looks like and like getting, I don't know. I, so I still haven't decided. You haven't decided? I haven't decided. Outsource or print at home. Are you going to decide when? So I'm going to decide because I need to crunch the numbers again to like make sure because now that I found this frame place, like. They also offer printing, like, for free for that customer. So, like, you can – anyways, they'll print it for you on that paper. But <laughs> I need to make a decision by the end of October, which okay. is when we're recording this. Yeah, you have, like, a week. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, it's okay. <laughs> I'm okay. Well, because here's the, here's why also. Here's why. Sure. That makes it harder because if I outsource it, it's – I will save money if I – I actually think they will only free drop ship if it's a certain amount of order. So that's the thing is they were like, okay, well, so you're you worried about volume. I'm worried about volumes. So they're like, you can print with us, but it's cheaper if you buy 10 at a time or 20 at a time. But I'm like, okay, well now I'm talking inventory mm-hmm. and that just opens up a whole nother realm. If I'm printing at home, they're literally made to order and I don't have an inventory. Yeah. No, I like the no inventory thing. Like, mm-hmm. I'm so mm-hmm. thankful that that's how my business runs as well. And, like, I don't even have to touch it. Like, I don't have, you know, like, a lot of people who are familiar with, like, Avon or Mary Kay or whatever. Like, you... You, like, order you, the you product. You order product in uh-huh. and then you, like, go to the people's house and deliver it and stuff. But I don't have no. to touch it. Like, no. I, it doesn't even come to my house and... For creating a virtual team, that's really important because most of, like, almost everybody isn't local. Mm -hmm. I have a few local people, but the majority of people are, like, Mm -hmm. everywhere. Well, and I think uh, this is, like, going now a different route of this conversation, but one of the big pieces that – it's not that we've struggled in a negative way, but we've struggled just because we've acknowledged it and we I don't think we still have the answer – is how – what is the appropriate way – to leverage our current audience for our new businesses. What's inappropriate and what's appropriate. Because it would be dumb for us to not talk about it, right? Like we're doing now. Right. It would be dumb for us to not like occasionally link up to something. But like in our email inbox, for instance, on a webinar, for instance, like literally how does it work and how do we like connect but not break what's already working? Well, it's definitely not going to break what's working. I was looking at A Beautiful Mess the mm-hmm, other day, mm-hmm. and they have physical products. Right. But they also have other companies. Individually? I don't know if they individually own them or not. Have you seen their oils business? Mm-mm. So they have an oils business. It's not Young Living. It's like their own brand. What? Yeah. 
So I don't know. So I'm, I'm assuming, and I know for sure, because that we're serial entrepreneurs, like it's just in your blood. You can't help it. You just want to do all the things. I know there are other people in our situation, but I feel like the majority of people who hit this situation are running their own business and then they're starting a second one. And so leveraging it makes sense because like, it's still all them. Right. But, like, because we're splitting it, right, there's, right. like, a weird, right. like, I don't want to infringe right, right. on you kind right. of thing. Right. But, I don't know. I think a lot of it's just coming, it's going to have to come down to us having a conversation oh, sure. versus <clears throat> the people. <laughs> like, the people aren't going to decide. No, right. No, it's super, it's just weird. All of it's weird. I mean, I'm I'm kind of at the point where I'm like, hell, like. Break it open. Like, <laughs> like, tell everybody, you know, but like in like a really cool way, like send an email and say, you want to follow Emily by herself over here? Go right. do it. If you right. want to hang out with Abby over here, let's ha- make it happen. Like, right. I mean, 15,000 people are waiting for that email. <laughs> are they though? Or, I don't know. But my shop's not ready yet. Oh my gosh. I, at least, I guess I, there is a benefit that I, my startup was like, right. Yeah, like right. I was making money month one. Right. I'm still losing money. But right. Right. But you have some coming in. I have money coming right. in. Whereas you're just bleeding money. Into well, I'm just sticking around because I haven't. Everyone's like, literally someone commented on Instagram like a couple days ago. Can I buy this from you? And I said, no. What? Emily, it's so ridiculous. I think what you need to do, and I think what'll help, is you need to like nail down your pricing. Yeah. You need. Oh, I already know what everything's gonna be priced at, and I know what I'm gonna offer. I just. Well then, girlfriend, what are you waiting for? (laughs) I have the mock-ups. See, you're you're ready. I know. It's just charging for your soul. (laughs) That's weird. Not even charging. Like I don't care. I'll slap a price on there all day long. That's care about that but does it feel more personal than our current oh a thousand percent why because you you like you can't explain why it's made you can't recreate it you can't like there's no if it's good or if it's bad it just is and like my mom and I were talking about this last night (laughs) and it's like we had lots of wine and so I was like (laughs) shocking time with Tisa Uh so I was like going into this like in-depth emotional conversation about like almost that like what comes first you know is does the success of an artist come first like when they create good work and they decide like here's how you can buy it and here it's for sale I'm a great artist or does it become great when that artist is known for creating great work like which one is a piece more valuable when the person is known for making valuable work that's some deep shit I know that's what I'm struggling with right now it's like my piece might be my everything that I'm creating might be shit because no one deems it valuable yet and good yet. That uh <laughs> like you're making me like nervous jittery. What what like don't do that. <laughs> I don't know. It's weird and it's hard. And my mom is a maker, she creates jewelry so right. with her hands and with her brain, with her ideas and she feels the same way where some of her pieces, she's like, I could sit and do an assembly line and recreate a hundred of those bracelets. So is that good? Is that unique? Is that art? 
Or I could sit here and she has some hand-painted leather pieces that are astoundingly beautiful. And those, for her, feel unique in art because she literally can't even recreate that. And so, like, I know other people go through this on some levels, but mm-hmm. it's just, I don't know, like, as an artist, especially, like, hand maker of things, mm-hmm. do you just, like, and I'm literally asking other artists that are listening, please comment <laughs> tell me the answer to this question. Do you just literally like tell yourself that it's, it's great and it's valuable and I think it's good and it doesn't matter if like, I haven't done a commission piece yet and I haven't done this and I haven't done that yet. Like when I know there's not the ding, I talk about the mythical ding and I'm telling myself these things right now, but it's just, I don't know. It's an, it's an artist thing, Abby. No, I, I think you're downplaying because you are talented. When I remember the day that you're like, I'm going to paint. I was like, okay. All right, crazy. And then she texted me a picture and I was like, holy shit, where have you been keeping this skill at? Like, what? Girl, I don't know. And it just totally surprised me. So I feel like when you were good was from that moment. It It's not in the future. Like, and who cares? Money issues are a common stressor in any relationship. Monarch Money is the top-rated personal finance app that can get you and your partner on the same page without any extra cost. Monarch has built-in collaboration features, so together you can see your finances, budget, and get insights on your cash flow. It's the easiest way to manage any household finances. I've tried other finance apps in the past, and they didn't work the way I wanted them to. I don't want to stress over finances. Monarch is the top-rated all-in-one personal finance app. It gives you a comprehensive view of all your accounts, investments, transactions, and more. Create custom budgets, set goals, and collaborate with your partner. And now get an extended 30-day free trial when you go to monarchmoney.com strategy. Monarch has a tool that allows you to easily import your data from Mint and keep all of your tags and categories. Monarch's simple, intuitive design makes it so easy to get Get set up, customize, and use. Monarch prioritizes my privacy, and they'll never sell my data to third parties. After trying out Monarch for myself, I understand why it's the top-rated personal finance app. And right now, get an extended 30-day free trial when you go to monarchmoney.com strategy. That's M-O-N-A-R-C-H-M-O-N-E-Y dot com slash strategy for your extended 30-day free trial. Today's podcast is sponsored by Squarespace, the only all-in-one website platform we use and recommend to our clients. Squarespace makes it easy to create beautiful websites, engage with your audience, and sell your products and services all in one place. Visit squarespace.com slash boss project to save 10% off your first purchase of a website or domain. Squarespace has professional website templates with designs for nearly every category and use case. Start with a flexible template, then customize it to fit your unique needs. With Squarespace extensions, you can connect your website to vetted third-party tools to fully customize your website exactly the way you want it. Whether you sell services, products, or digital items, Squarespace has the tools you need for your online store. You can now host your videos on Squarespace and show them on beautiful video pages. You can even sell access to your videos with member areas. Go to squarespace.com for a free trial. And when you're ready to launch, go to squarespace.com bossproject to save 10% off your first purchase of a website or domain. That's squarespace.com bossproject. When you're hiring, it feels amazing to finally close out the job search. 
But what if you could get rid of the search and just match? You can with Indeed. With over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. I love that Indeed makes it easy to hire. When we've hired in the past, the process was full of unqualified applicants. With Indeed, we can target the right candidates for the right position. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences. So the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash strategy hour. Just go to Indeed.com slash strategy hour right now and support our show by seeing you heard about Indeed on this podcast. Indeed.com slash strategy hour. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. You know, I follow other artists on Instagram and I like, it's not at all in that like judgy, like I just love them so much and their energy is so good. But I like ask myself about their accounts, like, cause they'll have like 50,000 followers or like all of these crazy amounts. And they're like, they're doing like, they're selling out of their paintings and they're doing like $8,000 commissions, like all of these ridiculous things. And I'm like, okay, when was your, like, you felt like a sought after artist. Like, when did that happen for you? Is it a mixture of all of those things? Like, is it a mixture of like, okay, now a bunch of people know that I exist and they're like buying my work. Okay, a good artist. Well, I think they already know you exist and they know you have good work because whether you realize it or not, even if Emily says on Instagram has a little over a thousand followers. First of all, it has 2,500 well, you cheated. <laughs> For the record, she got the better end of that stick. I did. Because I grew, we decided to grow my personal Instagram mm-hmm. for TCC, and then Emily so got to start see. Over. Yeah, and I had to start over, and so I'm still under a thousand. <laughs> but I didn't have to try for those. Like, most of them, right. like, were following me. Right. Because, like, Right. I posted pictures of my beagle. <laughs> yeah. But, I mean, you guys, the struggle is real. Like, we get it. I get it. Like, and I'm doing this willingly. No, and I think that's part of it. I think part of the reason I wanted to was half because I felt like the drive and excited about it and all of that. But also a big chunk of it was because I wanted to make sure I could still relate to our students. Well, and uh, for me, especially like, yes, with art and whatever, but like, I want to master a product-based business so then I can relate even more to that because that's one of the big pieces right now, physically, physical products of like finding fulfillments and doing packaging and orders and inventory and holidays, like all of that stuff. I, we don't know that world. No, and so it's I want not, to know it. No, it's definitely not our background. And oh, I mean, I'm thankful that I'm part of like a network. So I get to leverage the fact that, you know, A, we have our community B, I've been building a team, but C, like the team I'm on, like the people above me. Oh yeah. They're, they're the amazing. big they're the biggest team in Young Living and they're like the most successful team. Yeah. So I mean, I have everything going in my favor. You have literally all the resources at your fingertips. You just have to implement in the way that's best for you. But the hard part, and I mean, maybe you're experiencing this, is I find resources, but then I feel the urge to recreate the wheel. Yeah. Like, I see them, and I'm like, 
but that's not how I would do it, or right. that's not how I would say it, or those pictures don't really reflect my style or my personality. And so I'm literally taking things that exist and making them not even what they were originally right. at all. Right. You know? Yeah. No, I get it. It's... Because I'm sure there's plenty of... Well, and that's part mock-ups of... Mock-ups and well, templates sure. and... Well, and mock-ups for sure. Like, I see you using those because it's not like you're going to become Shay Cochran in your living room. But, like, nor should you because it's already there. But, like, that's part of the reason why you wanted to start in the first place of, like, building a website and, like, designing a guide and, like... Because you don't do that for TCC anymore. No. I miss designing so much. Mm-hmm. And I still take photos, but, like, that's not my... That's not what you did before. That's not my expertise. So, like, I enjoy it, but, like, I don't feel like I need – like, I would much prefer someone, like, rise out of the ashes and say, I want to take all these stock photos. I'd be like, do it. Spoiler alert, not going to be me. I know. (laughs) I am very, very clear on that. Despite her being my upline. Uh Uh-huh. That's fine. (laughs) That's fine. There are other there are amazing photographers on our offline. No, I, I know. Yeah. It's just, it's just, it's different. It's weird. Strategies, new things. Where's it going to go? Like I, I, have a, I have a new Facebook group. Yeah. And I'm sitting here. Yeah. And you made a Facebook page for yourself the other day. I was like, should I do that? <laughs> I don't know. I don't even know if that's the right thing to do. But I was like, I felt... I was so, I think a lot of it came back from the being scared about breaking the rules. Right. Like, so I was reading all this stuff about compliance and they didn't necessarily say anything about it, but against like Facebook's regulations. Yeah. yeah, Like you can't run a business out of your personal page. Right. And so I was like, well, can I just make it me? Because I, I mean, technically I have a brand. It's Simply Home and I'm like excited about it. But I was like, I don't know if Simply Home will always be just me or right. if, like, I would sell it or, like, right. all of these things. Um, because Jared and I have talked about building, like, a natural, like, soap and cosmetic company. Yeah. And, like, if that's happening, like, I want that to be that. And I still want me to be mm-hmm. promoting whatever I'm promoting at the time. See, these are, this balance. is what our brain is like right now, you guys. And I'm so frustrated with all my handles. Are you... I, you just decided to say Emily says, yeah, out of simplicity. Out of keeping everything easy. Oh, my God. But it's like, the group is chat Simply Home. And then I, I had reserved shop Simply Home a long time ago because I started an Etsy shop, like, on a whim last mm-hmm. year. And that only lasted, like, a month. Um, I did make some money on that. Um, and I could reopen it, but that's a whole other story. But so I have that reserve, but then I felt like I wanted to grow my Instagram because I already had more followers Mm -hmm. and technically I could change, like flip flip the hand, flip the handles. Mm -hmm. But then I'm like going over to TCC and I'm like, does it make sense if TCC says like, Abby, like we we purposely have Abigail says and Emily says so that like when we tag right. ourselves like in captions on right. Instagram, right. that it like makes sense. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Like you can tell who's who or whatever. Literally so confusing. Girl, 
I just kept that shit the same. So I was like, if I open up one more Instagram account, I'm going to throw my phone down a river. If I have one more Squarespace site, I'm going to throw my computer down a river. And so, yeah, tell me about that. Because so for I'll, I'll get to it in a second. Okay. So simply home, like I decided if I'm going to make this something bigger at some point, like it can't be all about oils all the time. Right. So it's about oils and it's about being like an urban homesteading people like I cannot living. wait until you get your chickens. If you do not hire someone to do a photo shoot with you and your chickens, we're splitting up. <laughs> I'm sure there'll be photos of chickens. We just don't have chickens yet. I'm scared that my dogs will eat them. We need a bigger yard. Um but like we're talking about all these things and I think that'll really help me grow my brand because like it's not just sure single dimensional. Sure. But I think it's really interesting that you are, at least from what I can tell, unless you change it, you're you're a mommy blogger, mm-hmm. you're an adoption advocate, mm-hmm. and you're a painter. Yep. Yep. That's where I'm at. So I'm going to rope people in with my cute baby you- and then sell them art. That's my big game plan. You caught me. <sighs> no, I remember, I remember a while ago, you're like, you know what? When... When, when I get a baby, it's going to be the best marketing thing that ever happened to our business. I'm telling you what. I remember an episode of Being Boss many years ago. Many years ago. Like, they've been around for, like, a decade. A few years ago. Yeah. And Kathleen said, you guys, if you want to get a shit ton of followers on Instagram, have a baby. And I just laughed at that because I was like, she's so right. They're so cute. And everyone just wants to, like, see what's up. So I'm like, capitalize on that. But I don't think you post as much about her as you could. I, no, I could definitely do a lot more. I mean, because I get the snaps. Yeah. And they're pretty adorable. Yeah. Yeah, that's a whole nother, like, figuring out how to integrate her into life. But yeah, mine is definitely going to be more of, like, come because you want to get to know me. And if you want to buy anything from me, it's going to be artwork. But the interesting thing is, like, I know that we're going through all the things that we did when we were little, but like little as I was like, people. what do you mean, child? <laughs> no, like when we were starting. <laughs> but I feel like we have so many advantages over over just starting because a we have all this knowledge, but b we have this giant network. I literally was at this giant shopping event. There's like over twenty thousand people who go to this thing every year, and um, I'm. I'm trying to purse on. I'm looking in the mirror. I'm super sweaty because it. I'm I'd, super sweaty because I'd walked forever, and I looked so bad. But this girl came up to me and she's like, "Oh, which one? Which one?" And I had like a camel bag and a black bag, and I couldn't decide. And she's like, "Let me give a manager." And the manager comes around the corner, and she's like, "Oh, I know you," and she's like, "You need both. Like you, you, you got it, babe." Like, and she was like. TCC, and then the girl literally screamed, and she's like, oh! and then, and then, like, two people behind her is like, how's Penelope? 
I'm not joking you. Like, it wasn't like, oh, hey, Abby. It was, how's Penelope? How's Penelope? Well, you got, did I ever tell the story about how I, the only way I got recognized at a stadium, a sold-out baseball game, was because of Penny? Did I tell that story on here? I, th- I feel like maybe. Well, to recap, I was literally wearing her, walking down the steps of a sold-out Royals game, and this girl goes, hey, are you Abigail or Emily? I recognize that baby. <laughs> Like, you don't even know who I am. Oh. Which one of the girls am I? But you know this baby. Oh so we God. chatted. She just left her job. Her full-time job. It's a good story. You guys, it's <laughs> it's just a weird, weird place to be right mm-hmm. now. Yeah. So what's going to be fun is listening to this in like six months. So that's that's mostly why we did this. Because I feel like, you know, we started the podcast over a year into business. You guys hear the like refined TCC and the learning of the like deeper strategies. Like we already knew what we were doing. Like you, right? And so now it's like, welcome to the hot mess beginning stages. Yeah. Well, if you want to follow either of us, you can head over to Instagram and follow Emily Says or Abigail Says. Spell our names right or you won't find us. It's true. And if you want to check us out online, you can go to emilysays.com or Simply Home KC. We are excited. Uh, you should definitely buy some art. And- <laughs> Once it's for sale. And join my team. Just uh-huh. just saying. Yep. Do those two things and you're winning at life. <laughs> we we love you all and sorry we're crazy, but you know. Looking to elevate your brand without the headache? Join the co-op, our creative template shop membership. With thousands of easy to customize templates, all crafted to seamlessly fit your business aesthetics. We make nurturing leads and driving sales effortless. We're talking serious impact and seriously simple creation. Become a member now at creativeshopcoop.com and transform your business today. That's creativeshopcoop.com.